You're now listening to Jesus is the Truth with Ashley Moore from Obey Christ. May God bless you. Hi, you guys. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Jesus is the Truth podcast. As you can see in the title, we're continuing this discussion um, on the topic of basically just focusing on your own assignment and not getting distracted in this hour and not being discouraged in this hour and just focusing on what it is that God has for you. And I should have titled this particular episode somewhere along the lines of forget about everyone else and be who God called you to be. And guys, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, please, for your own sake, literally for your own sake, for the sake of your salvation, and for all you know, for the sake of the salvation of your family members and loved ones, those who surround you. Community really, really is important and it does have an impact. Uh, being around others, listening to others who are doing things you want, you see yourself doing or something, maybe they're doing something similar that you would like to do and watching them do it, watching them go through it, watching them, watching them remain motivated and encouraged is encouraging in itself. Like it encourages I know for me, I'm speaking from experience, when I see others accomplishing their goals, it inspires me to accomplish mine. When I see others moving forward and advancing in the gifts and call of God on their lives, it pushes me and inspires me to go forward and continue pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling as regards my own life and my own situation. Uh, doing what it is God called me to do. So yeah, guys, whether you believe it or not, what you do matters. Okay. And whether you believe it or not, people are watching you. People are watching you. You don't have to be on YouTube for people to be paying attention to you. (laughs) Okay. So you just want people to, to feel, you just want people to feel inspired to do the right thing. because of something you did does that make sense or because of something you said so just keep that in mind but yeah you guys I do have a few notes and apart from the notes I have a few passages I also want to share with you guys so yeah let's go ahead and get started I'm going to mention the first bullet here and the first bullet says spend time with God in the secret place and get your instructions to carry out the into the earth this is the only way spend time with God in the secret place and get the instructions you need to carry out whatever it is that God has called you to do in this earth this is so important when it comes to minding your father's business and doing what God called you to do. You have got to spend more time with God. Sometimes it looks like meditating on the scriptures, reading the word, meditating on the word of God. Sometimes it's going to look like praying in a secret place, spending quality time with God, which is something, by the way, you should be incorporating in your daily routine. This is a habit you should form is to pray daily, to read daily. Um, How much time you spend with God 
shows up in your daily life. Because if you haven't noticed, it's like charging up your phone or whenever you plug it into that power source, obviously it's drawing is drawing energy and power from the power source that you plugged it into. We are like electronic devices that need to be plugged in daily in order to operate at optimal speed in order to operate efficiently we have to have some power in us and the only way we can get our power is from the main power source in this case god there's no way around it it literally re-energizes you it literally gives you more strength it gives you courage the lord provides everything that you're lacking he is the only one. The reason why some of you all give up on your assignments so easily and quickly is because your motives were not in the right place to begin with. For example, you were more concerned about the money in that moment um, and gaining instant popularity than you were concerned about being obedient to God and what he told you to do. So what I mean by that is I've just noticed that a lot of people get discouraged very quickly. And uh, trust me, I've been tempted to be discouraged by the similar things. I'm not sitting here saying I'm like exempt from being tempted to be discouraged when things don't happen the way I think they should happen or they don't happen in the timing I think they should happen. But my point is, I have noticed more than ever, people just starting things and quitting. And again, I've been there. But one thing I can say, as someone who's been there before, is that my focus was off. My priorities were off. I was lacking understanding. And all of those things contributed to my lack of motivation. You see, when you lack the understanding that your life doesn't belong to you it's really easy to give in and to give up to give into flesh when it comes to basically giving up on a task that the lord told you to do or simply not finishing or not completing which is the same thing as giving up same thing yeah just that's really what it is people giving up prematurely because things aren't happening in the time frame they thought it should happen um people people allowing themselves to get distracted very easily which can I just remind you guys that um and I've spoken about this if you've watched or listened to my previous episodes I actually think I have a video I just recently uploaded about this very topic so definitely check that out I'll make sure to try to link that above but it's all about how to stay motivated and the way you stay motivated is by being obedient because when you're disobedient you open the door to the enemy and you give him the right to step on in and to cause you to trip up your breakthrough is in your obedience your breakthrough is in your yes as soon as you make the decision to take the next step in the direction that the lord instructed is when you will notice a difference in your strength (laughs) 
and in your level of motivation to to keep moving forward to keep pushing forward and again I want to link that video because that video goes into much more depth as to why so definitely if you're interested in that particular topic definitely check out that video if you're not fully submitted to the Lord and have a heart to do what he's called you to do it's going to be really difficult to to accomplish your goals um if if there if of course your goals are god-centered goals um because we need the lord we need the lord in order to achieve our goals and in our our god-given assignment yeah it's not wise to think you can do it without him make sure your motives are in the right place and also i want to make a mention about the money i've noticed <laughs> i've noticed the well, everything I just said actually ties in with the lack of money in the beginning as well. Um, because I've noticed more than ever before people's lack, uh, people's lack of willingness to do something for free. If they're t- spending too much time doing something that costs them effort and skill and time. And then on top of that, they're not being compensated for it. It's like an insult. People are insulted. Guys, that's pride, first of all. And secondly, can I remind you that we're servants first? We're servants of the Lord, not hirelings. We're servants of the Lord. Why why do you have to receive money for everything you do? Listen, I'm not, to be clear, I'm not saying the Lord does not want us to prosper What I'm saying is everything doesn't have to have a price tag attached to it. Every single action you take to help someone out, to to lift someone up, doesn't have to have a price tag attached to it. And then a lot of y'all got the audacity to turn your head up and roll your eyes or turn your back when people try to charge you for something. So we got people who are not willing to invest money and then at the same time don't want to do anything to sow into the kingdom in in the sense that they're doing something for free like I said especially if it's going to cost them a significant amount of time and effort and skill it's like how dare you not pay me after I did all that for you and it's like guys I understand there's a time and a place certain things you know, we should be compensated for. And especially, you know, there's a time and a place. I'll just put it like that. And things are set in place for a reason when you have your business set up in a certain way to uh, earn money in different ways and things like this. I'm not against that, guys. I'm not against, obviously I'm not. Okay, I'm in business to earn money. Okay, clearly. So obviously I don't think there's anything wrong with earning money or charging people for services and products and things like that. I'm not... So I really need you to hear me with a spiritual ear here. What I'm trying to say is how do you expect, how do you expect to build something from the ground up without investing your time, effort, and skill for free? Free as in not receiving monetary compensation in exchange for your time, efforts, and skills. Because in the beginning, especially when you're building something, you guys, oftentimes, first of all, it's you by yourself. Secondly, you're starting from the ground up. So 
Of course, you have to put in some work up front. And thirdly, guys, why don't you consider the fact that you're spending your time as like that is an investment in and of itself and it'll eventually pay off in dividends monetarily. But again, some people, it's like they can't see beyond that, the moment that they're in to, to get to the part where it pays in dividends later. First, you got to get beyond yourself <laughs> and the moment that you're in where it's free and where you're not being compensated. Not only that, but guys, if you're not willing to lift your hand and get, unless somebody writing you a check, how do you expect to serve the Lord? Because there's going to be many times where he asks you to do something without you expecting that person to turn around. Actually, there are scriptures in the Bible that explain this. And I think I talked about this in my video about storing your treasures in heaven. So I'll try to link that somewhere in the cards above. But the Lord literally instructs us and encourages us to give to those who cannot turn around and pay us back. So don't always go around giving to others who can reach in their pocket and give it right back to you because they got it too. Just like you got it, they got it, if not more. That's, that's, you begin to store real treasures in heaven when you begin to serve others, give your time, efforts, skills, products, material things, money, whatever it is, to others who cannot necessarily turn around and give it right back to you because they're truly in need. And who knows, maybe you'll never see them again. Maybe it's just a complete stranger and it was just an act of kindness by way of the Lord by way of the love of of God that you have on the inside of you to share with others. It was an act of God in that moment for you to give to that individual who did not have to give back to you. And the idea is that you don't expect anything in return from them, guys. But you expect your treasures to be stored in heaven. That can that you can expect. You can expect that your reward is going to be great in heaven. But again, I've noticed for a lot of people, that's not enough. If you're not going to give them money, they want recognition in some way. They need the spotlight to be on them in some way. Otherwise, it ain't worth it. Guys, that's a dangerous headspace to be in. It really, really is. I do strongly advise that you repent and pray about that. Pray to be delivered from that mindset. Because with a mindset like that, you won't go far as it concerns your assignment, as it concerns the purpose of God put on the inside of you to carry out here in this earth. How can you expect to go far with a mindset like that when he called you to serve? He called us to serve first and foremost. Again, that's one of the reasons why you may find yourself constantly giving up on your own uh, goals, anything the Lord put on your heart to do. Again, because if you may not, if you don't see it paying off in a timely manner, if you don't see things happening in the time you expect it to happen, then you just give up. However, if your focus is on the Lord instead of on your pockets, if your fo- if your focus is on pleasing God instead of man, instead of people, if your focus is on the kingdom of heaven instead of how many followers you have, 
it's much easier to keep going. You see, because now my actions aren't being dictated by man and being dictated by the opinion of and the feelings of man. But instead, I seek to please my father in heaven. With that kind of mindset, you'll go very far. We going up with that kind of mindset. Dedicating what you do to the Lord, seeking to please him alone and staying focused on him alone and your assignment. This is how you go far. Forget about everybody else. Focus on what God has for you to do. That's how you'll go far. Stop looking to the left and to the right. And that doesn't, that doesn't always mean at people. Sometimes it means, at, again, looking at the followers or the lack of followers, looking at how much money you making right now, doing what God told you to do. All these things, that's getting distracted because it's a process, you guys. All of this is a process and you will have to go through the fire. We have to go through the fire. We have to go through the process for our own good. And the Lord is with us and he won't leave us, nor will he forsake us. And we have to remember that we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And then I have a point here where it says where one lacks revelation, one lacks understanding. And where one lacks understanding, one will lack motivation unless you fully understand that's why the lord says in all of thy getting get understanding and actually i have a scripture for that it says here proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 wisdom is the principal thing wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding so sure it's important to gain, to get wisdom, gain more knowledge, but you have to truly understand. And this is why we've been instructed to meditate on the word of God, to spend time dissecting and meditating on and analyzing and thinking on just truly dwelling on and resting in the word of God. Until we get that understanding. Once you have that understanding, no devil in hell can take it away from you. Because now it's planted in your heart. It's a seed sown into good ground, fertile ground. It's going to take root and bring forth good fruit. How can I expect to be motivated to do a thing when I'm facing circumstances that are not necessarily comfortable or desirable because I have the understanding that this is the least I can do. This is the least I can do. The Bible says it is my reasonable service, meaning ain't nothing dramatic about asking for that. Meaning the Lord ain't even asking for a lot when he asks for that. Meaning he asking for something basic. When he tell you to submit yourself as a living sacrifice to him, holy and acceptable unto him, which is, again, our reasonable service. To submit our bodies as a living sacrifice, meaning to die to our flesh and do whatever it is he asks us to do. This is something that's, again, is basic. Why? Because I, I have the understanding by way of the Holy Spirit that if it had not been for Jesus going to Calvary and sacrificing his life for me and shedding his blood for me, I would have been on my way to hell. Jesus' sacrifice, his 
blood sacrifice is the only reason why I'm able to go to heaven. Um, sounds like I was bought with a price. It sounds like Jesus's sacrifice saved me, which means I am in debt to him, not the other way around. And you see in the Old Testament, when the Israelites were in debt with one another, the one who was indebted to the other would would become a servant to the one that they owed. A servant, a slave. Guys, I'm a slave to Christ happily. So, yeah, that means I can't just do what I want to do. It's easy to forget that sometimes when the Lord is such a gracious master. He's such a gracious and loving, patient and kind master. So, yes, it's easy to forget I'm enslaved. (laughs) Nevertheless, guys, this is the mindset we as true followers of Christ. This is the mindset we must have as it pertains to our relationship with Jesus. Yes, he's our friend, but he's also our master. And we need to, I think, have more reverence than, I just think you can never have enough reverence for our Lord and our King. We need to have more reverence. It's a scripture I actually referenced in a previous episode where it comes from Psalm 86, Psalm uh, chapter 86, verse 11, where it says, teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. So basically someone who's not double minded, their attention is not divided between two kingdoms. Like a lot of y'all out there. Y'all got one foot in the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of light. And the other foot is in the kingdom of darkness. But y'all still listening to music. Y'all ain't got no business listening to. The Lord called you to be holy. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. And y'all still out there hanging out with folks y'all ain't supposed to be hanging out with. I ain't saying you can't talk to them. I, I ain't saying you can't say, hey, I ain't saying you can't minister to them. I'm saying, why are you still mingling like you do on a regular basis? With folks that got values and morals and character that character that don't align with your God. You see, their actions, their character, their morals, all those things align with their God. So who's influencing who? You should ask yourself this. If you're spending a significant amount of time with a group of friends and it's okay. They can claim they believe in God. The devil knows God exists. The demons tremble. They know the Lord exists. So, so what? Okay. My point is that does not mean that they're on the path to heaven. That doesn't mean that they know the Lord. That doesn't mean Jesus know them. Be mindful of these things. Don't have a double mind. So if it says, Lord, let my attention t- towards you be undivided. Let my heart towards you be undivided so that I may fear your name. That must mean a man who is double minded. Apart from being unstable in all his ways, because that's what the scripture says, a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. But apart from that, it must mean that he don't fear the Lord either. So it's important that we gain understanding in all of our getting. It's important that we get understanding. 
In fact, again, we've been instructed to get, we've been instructed to get understanding. So I'm going to move on to the next verse here. Uh, Proverbs chapter four, verses 25 through 27. It says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Amen. Now I'm going to read Matthew uh, chapter six, verses 25 through 34. And it says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. You see, that's often why people get distracted and discouraged because they're too busy, worried about things like this. So they can't bear the idea of getting involved in something in the ministry when it's not paying money. Then what will they wear and what will they eat? (laughs) And the Lord is saying, don't worry about these things. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Verse 26 says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, meaning they don't save up. So for us, for the average person today, that would mean like they don't have a savings account. (laughs) They don't have a bunch of money in the bank stored up. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. So let me reread that. And this time I'm going to continue reading. So I'm at verse 26. It says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? Consider how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was adorned like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles strive after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. So there you have it. Jesus telling you to focus on today. Take it one day at a time. He's not telling you not to plan things out. You should have your plans, but he's saying, don't worry about how these things will happen. Obviously he wants us to look forward. Obviously he wants us to look at, look ahead. This is why he has prophets that prophesy the future that prophesy things to us in part and tell us what's ahead but it's not to stress us out it's not to call it's not to provoke us to worry but it's to give us hope something to look forward to as we continue to progress as we continue to press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling as we continue to press forward in what God has called us to do it's important that we focus on what God has called us to do individually and what the Lord is saying here is all you need to do is fix your eyes on me we've got to meditate on the word of God 
not our situation. Meditating on a negative situation opens the door for the enemy to cause you to become discouraged and depressed. Because now that's all you can think about is what you lack instead of being grateful for what you do have and thanking God for what's to come. When you worry, especially excessively, it just shows God that you don't trust him and that you don't believe that he can provide. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How much do you listen to the word of God? You guys, even if you're not reading the Bible every day, which you should get, you should practice reading the Bible as much as possible till you get to the point where you're reading every day and you develop that habit. It's a very strong habit. It's a very important habit to develop. But when you read, read out loud. Not only are we edifying ourselves by hearing what God is saying and hearing his word, but we're speaking to our atmosphere at the same time. It'll also help to keep you awake if you struggle to uh to stay awake because the enemy I know likes to attack us when we're trying to read the word sometimes. But yeah, guys, so if faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, you find yourself lacking faith when it comes to what God can do for you. It's probably because you're not your your spirit man is weak. What I was gonna say is you you ought to practice reading the word and and exposing yourself more to the word of God. So listening to to prophets, to apostles, evangelists, ministers, teachers, teach and preach and minister the word of God. Have it playing in the background throughout your day. Pray to the Lord throughout your day. Think about what God says. This is how you overcome. This is how you overcome. This is how you remain motivated. Even when your circumstances are not your current circumstances or present circumstances are not desirable. The Lord will send his ministering angels to encourage us and to motivate us to keep pushing forward whenever we submit our will to his will. That's why it's so important that we get understanding regarding what it is that he has for us to do and why we must do it. When you get this understanding, when you truly understand that you don't belong to you, when you truly understand that we have a master that we owe and that we are indebted to is when you'll begin to shift your mindset and your perspective. It's going to be great. My reward in heaven is going to be great for what I'm doing here. Not to mention he's going to bless me abundantly, me and my family here while I'm here in the earth. Amen. These things also are in my mind. And then on top of that, the fact that this is just not about me. Simply put, this is much bigger than me. So that's at the, t- at the top of my mind as well. So again, that comes from understanding. So you guys, I said all that to say, forget about everybody else and just focus on what God told you to do. Forget about everybody else and seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. Remember, there are people out there counting on you to get up and do something there's a word on the inside of you there's an an assignment on the inside of you that is going to impact souls and lives in such a way that will lead them to eternal life with christ there are people who 
when they hear from you a certain message will be led to Christ sooner than maybe they wouldn't then maybe they would have if someone else said it because of your unique calling because of your unique gifts and personality there there's people out there that will respond to what's on the inside of you quicker than they may with someone else does that make sense again this is not about you Yes, we will prosper because because of our obedience, we will prosper and our rewards will be even greater in heaven. Yes, that's true. However, what the Lord has called us to do doesn't it's not we're not in the center of it. It's for his glory, ultimately, and it's for the sake of saving souls to to bring more souls to Christ. So, yeah, I just want to remind you that you matter. I want to remind you that. Your assignment matters. I want to remind you that the Lord is searching for someone to obey him. The Lord is searching the earth to and fro, looking for someone to who will obey him. He said, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Meanwhile, you're saying there's not enough options and variety in Christian music. That's a prime example of what I mean. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Because there's plenty of people who love the Lord, or at least claim they love the Lord, and they can sing. They have beautiful voices, but they refuse to sing if someone ain't writing them a check. Or if they're not on a certain stage where people can see them. A certain number of people. got to be a certain number. And that just came to me. I'm just throwing examples out there, y'all. I don't know what your situation is in particular, but these are examples Some of y'all are artists. Y'all are very talented with drawing and painting, but you ain't about to do it if somebody ain't going to pay you or unless maybe, I don't know. It's almost like you always have to get something in return for it. Why can't it just be out of servitude? Why can't it just be out of your obedience? Whatever happened to work your way up, whatever happened to going through the process, (sighs) guys, and it's interesting because people in the world do it all the time. I've seen it throughout the years. I watch people on YouTube. Something I've noticed is worldly, secular music artists became famous. When I say famous, I mean they ended up getting record deal, multi-million dollar contracts at these huge record labels. Just singing their little heart out for free. They started out singing on YouTube. They were consistent. They had a beautiful voice and they got recognized by the right people one day as their popularity grew and grew because the Lord said your gifts will make room. The Lord said our gifts will make room for us. This is a principle in the kingdom. The Lord said it so it is so. And it will work whether you love him or not. It's law. Our gifts will make room for us. If you notice, he also said the gifts that he bestowed on someone's life, the calling that was that was given to to someone, it's without repentance. So whether they choose to serve him or not, they still have that gift. And that just shows how loving he is as well. So people out here operating in their gifts and callings, but they're doing it for the kingdom of darkness. Harvest is plenty. Laborers are few. Where are the servants at when it comes to 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 the kingdom of light aka the kingdom of heaven 
too many hirelings for my liking, if you ask me. It's annoying. It's annoying because it that's a whole nother video. That's a whole nother message. That's a whole nother video. That's a whole nother message. But my point is, please don't let that be the reason why you don't do what God told you to do. Please. There's too much, too much at stake. Too much at stake. Anyway, I'm gonna let y'all go. I hope you enjoy this message. Please don't forget to uh, subscribe and to give me a like. And I'll just catch you guys later. Thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to check out my other videos. May God bless you. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.